Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Thinking Aloud About Film. This is also another edition of the Youssef Shaheen podcast and unusually we're actually going to talk about some Youssef <laughs> Shaheen films in this edition of the Shaheen podcast. We're actually going to talk about four short films made by Shaheen between the mid-90s and the mid-2000s. All of them were made as part of portmanteau films with multiple international directors. So it's quite interesting that Shaheen was seen as part of that that group at, at that point. Um, they're all very different. Um, they all have interesting mm-hmm. points to them, I think. Um, and so we'll, we'll see, see where we get with this. So th- as I say, there's four films, Lumiere and Company, um, there is one an anti-landmine film. Lumière sur un massacre. There is Chacun son cinéma, which is uh, a film to uh, again a portmanteau film to mark the, I think the 50th anniversary of the Cannes Film Festival, and there's his contribution to September the 11th, so a, a 2002 film in response to the September the 11th attacks. So we're going to kick off with Chacun son cinéma. Well, I, I thought it was fascinating. I mean, it brings up several things about Shaheen, you know, which bring up ideas of self-mythologization, yeah, but also in relation to autobiographical and personal cinema. So the question is, you know, to what extent is it self-aggrandizing, self-mythologizing? You know, to what extent is just kind of offering oneself yeah, to an idea. Um, so, uh, and of course, I feel very warmly to it. So basically, the story revolves around him being at Cannes 47 years earlier with what film? I think it's Son of the Nile. Son of the Nile, that's right. Uh, feeling betrayed because not, his film had not received the reviews that he wanted because, you know, they'd all been invited to a Bouillabaisse dinner. And of course, you know, most of the critics missed his film. And, uh, uh, you know, so there's like this crushing disappointment and anger and so on. And it's something that's appeared in several films. Yeah, he has mentioned this a few times. (laughs) Yeah. So it's obviously, you know, something uh, that uh, that stayed with him. And then cut to Cannes in 1997. uh, And there's a gorgeous Isabella Gianni. I mean, Mm. actually, I think, you know, the cinema has so missed her. Uh, who who offers uh, the award to Shaheen, and offers it for the ensemble of his work, yeah, of his films, observe, but also I thought, you know, uh, very interestingly for uh, his humanity, uh, his courage, uh, his clemency, uh, and the words kind of moved me because, you know, it is true of his courage, yeah. Uh, so, because it is true that, uh, you know, Shaheen, like, took a lot of chances. Yeah, it's a personal cinema that's also a political cinema. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, uh, a North African uh, cinema that's also in contact with Europe and the Arab world. Yeah, and that is a world cinema. Yeah, and him, him saying very courageous and dangerous things that got him censored, really. So, so I was very moved by that, and uh, uh, yeah, kind of foolishly. So, so, like the thing with Shaheen is that you think, oh, is this going to be embarrassing? Oh no, here he goes again, kind of, <laughs> you know, bigging himself up again, mm. right? Yeah. And then you're moved, right? Like, yeah. So, so it's. 
I think it's sometimes actually like great art, you know, that you you have these moments of both slight embarrassment, maybe, or bewilderment, yeah, and then kind of understanding, yeah, like kind of, you know, that the, the things are not necessarily separate. It is, yeah, as we were joking about it, because it, it is an incident he talks about a lot, and the general fact of his lack of you know, being underappreciated outside Egypt is something he talks about a lot. But also, you know, the, the, here, he's not, this isn't, this isn't Shaheen saying, look at me, I'm great. Well, it is. But yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that that footage of Ajani is, you know, the footage, real the real footage of him receiving that award. So that is the citation towards him from the Cannes Film Festival. Um, so, so yeah, um, it, it's, yeah, I re re really liked it. I mean, it, I also, what's interesting about the casting is it's, um, the, the young Shaheen is played by Kareem Kassam, who is not, you know, yet another person to play, um, play the young Shaheen, because he, he's not the one who's in, he's not Mosin Mahaydin, he's not the one who's in Alexandria, New York. Um, does look very similar, and they, and they think the dissolve from him to the actual Shaheen is, is brilliant because he's got, they've given him the mold that Shaheen has in his forehead and, and on the, on his cheek. So the, that really sells the, that dissolve from him to the, to the real person re really well. His understanding of his mythology, of his place in the world, of his significance as a figure, reminds me a little bit of the great divas, you know, like, so I've been watching a lot of you won't know her, but it's Lola Flores. She was like, you know, one of the biggest stars of 20th century Spain. And it's almost like she always talks about herself in the third person. Like proper divas do. She'll say something, you know. Uh, so she's she's speaking with, is it Cortaza? A very famous Cuban writer. And uh, she says, oh, you know, well, kind of, I was a myth in Cuba. And the writer says, I know, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> And there's something about the way the Shaheen talks about himself. Yeah. That's like that, right? So Lola Flores says, to not understand my own importance would be a false modesty. Yeah. And actually, there's something about that here. You know, so he has younger people play him as a younger man. He has other actors. He plays himself, right? Yeah. So there is a kind of a self-mythologizing, which is also a kind of self-exploration. But it's self-exploration both of something personal to him and of him as a figure, yeah, with particular meanings, yeah, it's very interesting. The girl is played by Yusra El-Lozi, who was the young ginger in Alexandria, New York, so Shaheen's, yeah. the young Shaheen's girlfriend in Alexandria, New York. Anyway, I, I, I very much enjoyed that. Uh, so next, we're going to talk Lumiere and Company. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was great. I mean, that's, that's under a minute. Really, and you have, it's like these two filmmakers filming the pyramids, and it's in black and white, and it looks like, you know, turn of the century or something. And then you see this figure appearing, and it looks like, I thought it was like a Star Wars figure or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, then, you know, as he approaches, you realize that it's some indigenous person. He's wearing, you know, local costume or, you know, tribal costume or whatever. And he approaches the camera, he kicks the camera down, and he walks out of frame. Yeah, he walks towards the camera and out of frame. And actually, it's it's short, it's quick, it's great to look at, and it speaks volumes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And the, the, So it's part of a film, the Lumiere and Company, the, the concept was there's a bunch of international directors who 
had to make a film you under the conditions that the Lumiere brothers were working. So filming with, I think filming with, a, with an original Lumiere brothers camera and making a film, they could only do three takes and it had to be under a minute in, in, in one shot. And uh, so that they, they all worked in those, under those conditions. And this is what Shaheen wow. came up with sort of working, you know, with the pyramids in the background. So some, I, I some reviews of this short describe that figure as being a mummy, and I'm not sure if it was or not. It could be. It could yes. be. But the, the, so the, again, it's a, a great visual joke that they, you know, the, the mummy emerges from the pyramids and attacks the Lumia brothers. Um, but it also speaks of, of, of colonization, of who's got the right to represent, yeah, uh, of the West always representing the mummy or the North African or the tribal person, right? And the kickback, right? So you know, there's this consciousness of the power relations of representation and of colonialism, you know, just in that very brief under one minute short. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, and again, wonderful. this is, this is, this is one that's available. I think this one's on YouTube and, and it's, oh, when I first found these, I thought, are, these, are these the full things? But you research them. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, Shackleton cinema is, is three minutes. This is 50 seconds. Um, so they're, they're very, very brief, but, but, but they're very interesting. And it's, I'll put the links yeah, on the, yeah. on, on the blog post. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is the anti-landmine film. Um, Lumière sur le massacre. So uh, Lumière is, it means like lights on a massacre or a spotlight on a massacre or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and again, this, this was a, a, a series of short films by different directors. The total is, it's a total about 40 minutes. They're, all, there's a, they're on YouTube and it seems to be a channel run by the charity that, 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 that put these out. Um, so um, there's, there's a whole bunch of them there, but Shaheen's one's there, and it's not it's not credited as being Shaheen, but it's very clear as soon as you start watching it, but just because of the cast, it's really clear that's Shaheen's. It's not just the cast. I mean, you know, I thought it was like, you know, he is a genius filmmaker, and it's evident in this film because just the way that the film begins is like these kids going on a school trip, right, getting on a bus and. You know, uh, uh, one of them is uh, is late and is racing towards the bus, and the other ones are joking and preventing him from getting on. And you know, he's carrying his mother's meat pie, right, that she's worked all day for. And you, you just like the film begins on this amazing dynamism, you know, and drama and joy, right? Because of course, then he arrives on the bus. They berate each other for you know, kind of those stupid practical jokes, and they begin to dance. Yeah. So like and that's just like the first minute is like right it's like full of life and also a kind of sensuality and youth right like you know the kids are lovely and they're into each other and they just start dancing right like so it's almost like this understated eroticism which is the eroticism of youth it's not actually showing you they're not actually doing anything right but there is like just their pleasure in their bodies and in each other and a flirting and yeah, like the air is kind of full of potentiality. Exactly, because you vote yeah. without really giving you, you, you know nothing about these characters, you know, you know nothing about their backgrounds, but you, you just immediately get a sense of how they all relate to each other, how they all, you know, how, what, what the relationships are, how the friendships are, that kind of thing. And then there's a wonderful zoom. So there's a cut from all these middle-class kids having this fantastic time, you know, dancing and eating with each other on a bus. And as a bus goes by, you know, there's a cut and then there's a zoom in, right, to this poor man on his donkey headed towards the desert, right? So, like, in one instant, 
you're bringing up all these class relations, right? Kind of, you know, while these kids are in this admittedly rickety bus, nonetheless, there are still people, yeah, who need to ride, you know, hours and hours on their donkey to get to their fields or whatever, right? Which I thought, you know, it's amazing what you could get into a cut like that. And then, of course, the kids stop off, and it's still very playful, right? So they go pee, the men go pee, and actually, you know, they're like in a formation. It's like they're all doing it at the same time, which is, I thought, quite witty. Uh, and then, of course, what happens is a landmine explodes and kills one of them, and it's a real person, and there's a commemoration to him at the end, yeah? Uh, it was in 1983, and they give his name. Uh, and it's just very, you know, it's really beautiful, it's very sad, but all, and it's very joyful as well, yeah? Uh, but it's also packed with commentary, right? Like, you know, so you could say, okay, that shot onto that man wearing traditional dress on his donkey, it could just be someone else would just have used it for ambiance. Yeah, like this is Egypt on the road, right? Whereas here, you know, through that change of focus and through the lingering on it, you establish a relationship between the one group yeah, and the other. And of course, you also set up, you know, the uh, potentiality, the danger, the portent, yeah, that this just didn't happen to this student but it could happen to any of the peasants kind of walking through that desert for whatever reason they need. Uh, it's a danger to everybody, right? No, it's fascinating. And I think though, you know, what's so interesting about all of these films is how how much she packs into these short films. I mean, so we've talked about three films so far and the total length of those films is less than 10 minutes. Um, yes, we've but, talked more. But, yeah, we've actually been talking for longer than those films uh, were, lasted but but the thing is how much of Sheen's work is represented in those in those films so you know, the, the kind of um you know the whole introspective thinking about his career and his reception that we got in, in, in Shackleton cinema these kind of location footage in Egypt of the, the pyramids in, in, in Lumia and and then in, you know, in this one the kind of exuberance of youth and but also the the, the, the kind of political aspect and the class aspects and, and the clash of modernity and the tradition and and and, and, and so on i think it's, they, they, they are they are fascinating and i think you can you know just to get a, a, a grounding in shaheen's work in under 10 minutes in three films is is, is amazing it's fantastic yeah. yeah okay which brings us i guess to september the 11th uh, so this is uh 2002 again another portmanteau film um 11 directors made films of 11 minutes and nine seconds each to as a response to the september 11th attacks the previous year and so we we just watched the shaheen um segment of this so what, what did you think of this one i loved it uh I, and i loved it for so many reasons uh first of all it articulates what i felt about 9 11 you know because I was stuck in Toronto airport when it happened. I was in the middle of changing planes. And of course, you're watching it on screen, you know, and everybody's response is, what a horror, how could it happen to us? And of course, my own thinking was, well, why did it take so long? How could you do, how could you do all this damage in the world and not expect something to happen to you? Right? And I think just recently, I, I said a similar thing on Facebook and, you know, all my friends jump on me and saying, how unfeeling. You know, I mean, these are people, they didn't do anything to deserve it. And you think, well, you know, kind of, 
the, the civilians in my life, the civilians in Hiroshima, the civilians all over all these places that Americans bombed didn't deserve it either. And actually, Shaheen has a wonderful line in it. You know, why is it that only you have the right to cry? Yeah, so the damage that you do in the world, it's like you have to suck it up to protect your way of life, you know, and then kind of, you know, when it happens to you, the whole world has to cry. He, he, he presents that argument. I think the thing is, he's not, he's not saying um, that he thinks it's fine that this happened, but he's saying yes. this, is the, this is the justification that the perpetrators have for why, yes. why it happened. And also, this is what you've created, and you have to take responsibility for it, because I thought he articulated that very I, I, well. I think he does, and I think it's a very, very, very nuanced way he articulates it. So I guess to, to talk about the, the plot, because I mean, the, the, this is very, it's really quite a complex plot. It's only here for 11 minutes. You, Shaheen appears as a character in this again, played by Noor El-Sharif, who also played Shaheen, or played Yahya in an Egyptian story. Um, so the fir first sequence, he's filming before September the 11th, he's filming at the World Trade Center and gets moved on by by a, a, a New York policeman. Then he's giving a press conference the day after September the 11th um, and feels that he he he, you know, he he cancels the press conference because he's you know he, he doesn't feel he can comment. He's so upset by what's happened and so moved by what's happened. Um, goes for a walk on the beach and encounters the the ghost of uh, a U.S. Marine who's shirtless because <laughs> as you would expect in a shaheen film it's a beautiful yeah amazing a beautiful shot scene um, and he who who was killed in a suicide bombing in beirut some years earlier um and they then have this conversation to sort of explore the reasons why these things happen and the justifications for it and so they then visit the home of a palestinian suicide bomber who is a, who is just getting ready to go out and do an attack um, and they meet his family and his parents, and and again, it's 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 an interestingly nuanced argument because they present essentially they present he presents the reasoning for why this suicide bomber justifies his actions, but he do, he's not endorsing that he's just presenting that as as the reason why people do this. And then he goes to Arlington Cemetery, where he meets um, the Marine's girlfriend, who turns out to be a journalist who asked a question, and then Marine's father, who turns out to be the policeman who. Stopped him from filming. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you're familiar with Shaheen's films, and I'll come to why this is an issue. If you're familiar with Shaheen's films, you know exactly what he's doing, right? Because he's always presenting versions of himself in his films and questioning why he's making films. He's always questioning, you know, tradition versus modernity. He's always questioning fundamentalism. He's been been very, you know, he, I think, destiny predates this, and, and he's, he's very um, critical of of. of fundamentalist Islam. The, the response to this film in general, and particularly the response to Shaheen's segment, was really, really vitriolic at the time um, by a lot of critics, most of whom hadn't seen it. <laughs> well, uh, it's very interesting because the film at the very beginning has this line that said, uh, everyone in the film was given freedom of expression. And of course, a, it's not true. You know, the measure of your freedom is what you feel you cannot say. So I can imagine how Shaheen's very reasoned argument must have landed in the U.S. I think it eventually did get released in the U.S., but not until a couple of years later. Um, but I, I just I dug out some stuff earlier on. There's a Guardian article which quotes Variety um, describing the film as, quote, stridently anti-American. That's the film as a whole and particularly singling out Shaheen's um, 
segment. They actually, I couldn't find that Variety article, but the later Variety review is a bit more balanced. Um, there's a bit from Salon that says the two segments that have generated the most controversy are by Egyptian director Yusuf Shaheen and British director Ken Loach. At least Ken Loach's film is lucid, unlike Shaheen's rambling postmodernist fable. That's nonsense. I mean, I, I, Shaheen's film is absolutely lucid. Ex ex exactly. Variety's review, the most controversial and confused episode is that of Egyptian veteran Yusuf Shaheen. They do agree he's not trying to condone the bomber, but they just feel it's, it, it's clumsy. The the only positive review of it really was from Senses of Cinema that just starts off Yusuf Shaheen's contribution is fucking great, ah! <laughs> which is, which I really like. But the, but I think what's interesting, as I say, is that Shaheen's segment was singled out for criticism, um, and Shaheen was the only Arab director making making one of these films. That says everything. Just saying. I mean, I I can understand why. Uh, this was seen as a controversial film at the time, the film as a whole, because it was it, the whole thing is, is very nuanced, and it was only a year later. And as you say, there were things you weren't, you couldn't really say at the time. That's right. It's not Shaheen, yeah, that makes the statement. Is the response to what Shaheen says is what makes it evidently true. <laughs> One thing I found interesting in in the the senses of cinema review, which is as I, I generally agree with, but it um, makes the points about the castings as Hollywood has trained us so well in cultural myopia that we take it for granted in blockbusters that cops in Moscow or Tel Aviv or Paris speak in broken English. It's therefore confronting when Shaheen presents us with an obviously fake restaging of the New York bombings in which the cops speak in Arabic. Um, and he describes that as a, as a device to confront truth, whereas actually that's just what how Shaheen always casts, right? Because he's filming in Egypt and or, or, or Lebanon or wherever, and he's using Egyptian actors to play Western characters so you, you you always get that but it is quite interesting that again for most people this certainly at that time because the, the, these reviews are all from 2002 would have been the first time they'd seen the Shaheen film um, and so they're just not familiar with that and they're not giving any credit to um, Shaheen's skills as a, as a filmmaker because I think you know the this the 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 film is you know, the work of a born storyteller with an incredible imagination, with an incredible cinematic imagination, right? Because it's a ghost story, right? You know, so on the one hand, it's autobiographical, yeah? It's about him filming, right? Uh, and then it becomes a ghost story. So he's in the ocean, yeah? And this young soldier who'd, who'd appeared, who died in the 1983 Lebanon bombings appears to him, right? And actually, like you said, in, in initially, it has almost like a sexual component, right? Because he's got these muscles and so on. But no, he begins to talk about, you know, uh, 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 the bombing and his death. And yeah, and then, you know, that leads to a broader discussion of September 11th. And then it goes on to love, right? And, and, you know, whether he'd lived his life because had he loved and, you know, what love did he live? And, you know, I mean, it's just fantastic, right? And then it becomes playful because... They start off on this volleyball game, right? Where, and, and you think, well, only Shaheen can see the ghost. Yeah, but no, the ghost can also hit the ball back to the astonishment of everybody yes. else. There. And it's, a, it's a great joke, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's also a great lesson in what you can film with little means and a lot of imagination, right? No special effects, no trickery. You know, I say you're a ghost, and you're a ghost. Exactly, right? yeah. And yeah. then, you, you, you know, from then on, you take it, he is a ghost, even though he looks just like anybody else. <laughs> like yeah, that. yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So A is a nuanced argument. It's a critique. Yeah. Uh, it's a geopolitical critique, yeah, which involves also Israel and the United States in relation to the Arab world. It's a, it's a fantasy and a fable, yeah, and it's autobiographical and it's beautifully filmed. I mean, that's a lot on a ten-minute film. It, it, exactly, it packs so much in. It it is uh, you know, if you're interested in Shaheen's work, it's it's really really worth seeing. Uh, it's and ironically, it's the only Shaheen film that's ever been released on DVD in the UK. <laughs> yeah, so, um, it's out, it's, it was, so it was released by Artificial Eye. It's out of print, but you, you can find copies. Quite, I mean, Amazon has a whole bunch of copies for about five quid, which is about where I got my copy from. I don't know if you watched any, any of the others. I had a look at the Ken Loach one. It, again, it's interesting because that one is, I think, far more directly critical of America than, than Shaheen's and didn't get as much criticism as Shaheen's. I, I presume because English, Shaheen is, huh? yeah, Shaheen is an Arab and, and Arab Kermit is English, you know. Yeah. So um, some of the others, uh, some are quite abstract. Some are just seem to be quite tangential fables, you know, related to vaguely related to nine eleven. I suspect those those ones probably went down better. But it it just seems that um, the, I mean, the, the the film was produced in France, funded by France, um, and I think the critical reaction certainly in the states was a reaction against these world filmmakers telling the u.s what they should be thinking and particularly shaheen seemed to get the brunt of it so uh just to summarize i mean i will put all of the uh films available on either vimeo or youtube onto the blog post so those of you listening will get a chance to see them and if you get a chance to see them you'll see how how great they really are it's fantastic cinema uh, and it's also a way in to discovering Shaheen because, you know, if you don't like what he does in these shorts, you won't like Shaheen. And if you don't like Shaheen, too bad for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't like these films, you're not actually allowed to watch films anymore. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, if you if you don't appreciate liking is different, you know, you might not identify with it. It might not connect with you on a personal level. But if you don't appreciate these films as great cinema then the fault is definitely... Well, I suspect people who don't appreciate Shaheen won't be listening to episode 1 million and 3 of the Use of Shaheen <laughs> podcast uh, unless they're real gluts of punishment. Um, the, the, the other thing, I think the other point that's worth making is, is, is what's interesting here is that all of, all of these films, so all of these four films, were all parts of portmanteau films using the, you know, the most highly regarded international filmmakers of each era, sort of of the mid '90s to the mid 2000s, and you know Shaheen was right up there with with with, with those and was seen as part of those, um, and it, you know, it does really show the status he had. The only uh, African filmmaker and Arab filmmaker to be amongst them, I believe. Well, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we are thinking aloud about film. This is the Youssef Shaheen podcast, and uh, it's the first time we covered his shorts. Yeah, which we both highly encourage you to have a look at. Thank you very much for listening. Thank bye you. Bye. bye.